congratulations. You have just found the number one over 50 health and wellness podcast on the planet. Hello, and welcome to the Over 50 Health and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin English. I'm the founder of The Silver Edge, and our mission is to help you build and maintain a lean, healthy body that you love for the rest of your life, so you can show up in the second half of your life as the healthiest, strongest, most vital version of yourself. We have another episode of The Coach's Corner today, so no guest, it's just me, and we'll be back next week with our normal interview format. So this week, I want to give you a quick update on what's happening over here at the Silver Edge, and then I want to share a live training that I did over in our private Facebook group last week. The title of that training was Eight Weeks to Your Best Summer Body. Now, I did have slides for this training, and you'll hear me refer to them a couple of times, but I think the gist of what I'm saying will come across just fine in this audio-only format. Now, before we jump into today's episode, and speaking of eight-week programs to get your best body, I want to let you know that we are going to dive deep into the realm of metabolic restoration today. So the eight-week program I just referred to is divided into two crucial parts. The first four weeks are dedicated to restoring and optimizing your metabolism, which is absolutely critical for laying the foundation for the transformative changes to come. Then we launch into the final four weeks, which is a tailored diet phase that takes your unique metabolic needs into account. Now, if your curiosity has peaked and you're itching to learn more about this metabolic restoration and optimization phase, we've got just the thing for you. We are offering two resources absolutely free. Our first gift to you is the Over 50 Guide to Optimizing Your Metabolism. This guide is jam-packed with essential information and practical tips to help you understand and supercharge your metabolism. And as the late night TV commercials say, but wait, there's more. We're also offering a complimentary metabolic assessment. All you need to do is fill out a simple form and then you're all set to book a personalized coaching call with me. During this call, we'll discuss your current metabolic health, and I'll share my top recommendations for boosting your metabolism. Plus, you'll walk away with a clear, actionable roadmap that you can start implementing immediately to kickstart your journey to optimal health. So, if you're ready to take the first step towards a healthier you, both of these invaluable resources are waiting for you over at SilverEdgeFree.com. Don't wait. Your path to a more vibrant, healthier life starts now. Okay, enough of that. Let's get on with today's show. What's new over here at the Silver Edge? So if you listened to the Coach's Corner last Friday, or maybe it was the one before, we just announced a scholarship. So we a scholarship is where we give away some free coaching. And the way we originally laid it out, we announced it on a Thursday. We said, hey, we're going to give one lucky winner free coaching. Well, we upped the ante and we gave away 
two free coaching packages. So first and foremost, I want to thank everyone who participated. So all of you that were participating in that, uh, thanks so much for participating. And we'll go ahead and give a shout out to our two winners. So Laurel Langer and Ron Angers, they both won 90 days of free one-on-one exercise, nutrition, and lifestyle coaching with us. So congratulations, Laurel and Ron. We have onboarded both of you already. Really excited to start this journey with you folks. In addition, we also gave away three partial scholarships. So, I mean, really all that is under the covers half price offer on our 90 day program. And our partial scholarship recipients were Ashley Chin, Kelly Richardson, and Tanya Poage. Tanya, I hope I got your name right there, but I want to congratulate the three of them. Really excited to get started with them on their journey as well. Now, the other thing that we said when we launched this, or actually we said this the day after we launched it, was that I would personally book a call, a coaching call with every single person who registered to win. So by the time this goes out Friday morning, hopefully I've reached all of you. If not, be patient. I'm still working my way down through the list, to be honest with you. But the deal is I've contacted most of you by now, and hopefully soon all of you will have gotten a message from me with a link to book a coaching call if you'd like to do that. So for those of you that are in the U.S., you should have received a text from me with that link. And those of you that are outside the U.S., uh, you should have received an email with me with that link. If you did not receive this from me and you were somebody who participated in our giveaway, please reach out. You can reach me at coach at silveredgefitness.com and let me know and I'll shoot you over that link. Okay. So I've been doing these the last couple of weeks. I like to do one fitness and one fun one this week. They're both kind of fitness, but that's okay. Um, So for my fitness shout out this week, I want to shout out Ben Patrick. He's better known as the knees over toes guy. In fact, that's his Instagram handle. It's knees over toes guy. And it's just what it sounds like. He, He is a knee specialist. So those of you that are over 50 that have creaky knees, or really he's a human movement specialist. I don't want to pigeonhole him there, but great content, lots of good stuff that's relevant. He's a young guy. He's not an older guy, but he's got a lot of great content that is, um, I think, very beneficial to those of us in our 50s, 60s, and 70s. And then for my social shout out, she's kind of a, she's really a fitness shout out as well, but it's a, this, this account is a lot of fun. So it's Naja. I'm going to butcher her last name. I know I am. It's Hadahet maybe. So her name is spelled N-A-J-A-H-A-T-A-H-E-T. And you can find her on Instagram at Naja.strength. So that's N-A-J-A-H dot strength. Very, very fun account. She I tell you what, I'm not even going to tell you what her shtick is. Um, she definitely has, you'll see when you go there. I don't want to ruin the surprise for you, but it's great fitness content, but mostly it's great entertaining content. She's wonderful. She's delightful. I think you'll enjoy that. All right. So I'll throw both of those into the show notes. You can find that at silveredgefitness.com slash 191. Okay, without further ado, here's a recording of the training that I did again about a week or so ago in my Facebook group, and the title of that was Eight Weeks to Your Best Beach Body. Thanks so much for hopping on here and joining us. This is the Eight Week to Your Best Summer Body. So with that, here's our agenda. Well, I want to go through some introduction, just kind of what are we talking about when we say eight weeks to your best summer body, 
I know some of you on here are probably already thinking, okay, wait, that's a little out of sync. That's a little off brand for the way you guys usually message. So I'll explain a little bit about that. We're talking about a two-phased approach in these eight weeks. So we're basically going to break eight weeks into two four-week phases. We're going to talk about a muscle building phase and a fat loss phase. And then we're going to put together just a sample program that we might run for these eight weeks in order to get our best summer body. And we'll have a, a sample phase one and a sample phase two. So with that, let's hop into it. I wanted to start here with expectations. Can you really build your best body in eight weeks? If I had to, if I was forced to answer that in one word, I'd say, no, no, you can't. However, you can do a lot in eight weeks, right? You can make a lot of progress in just eight short weeks. You folks, if you've listened to any of our podcasts or been involved in any of our conversations in social media, you probably know that we don't advocate any, in fact, we advocate against rapid fat loss programs, things of that nature. So the actual title of this training is a little bit quick baby for us. But that being said, if you want to tone up and look your best in eight weeks, you're in the right place. We're, that's exactly what we're going to talk about. But really the real reason I wanted to do this training and I wanted to title it this is I hope that what you come away with, A, are some good strategies that you can implement the next few weeks to help you look the best for your summer vacation. But really, I want to help folks rethink their weight loss strategies. So some of you in here might be expecting, okay, well, this is going to be a crash diet and I'm going to hit the treadmill six days a week. And if that's what you're expecting, you're going to probably be a little surprised by our prescription here. So with that out of the way, let's hop to it. What would it look like if we said, hey, I want to be in the best shape of my life in the next eight weeks? Okay, so I want to set the stage by talking about muscle building versus fat loss. Those are two distinct separate things, and they very, very, very rarely exist together. They don't coexist very well. Our bodies are usually doing one or the other. We're either building muscle or we're losing fat. There's something called muscle recomposition. It's a bit of a unicorn in the personal trainer space or exercise science space. Really where you, where it's undisputed is absolute newbies. If you're brand new to strength training, you're probably going to build some muscle and simultaneously lose some fat. Enjoy that if that's you, because that doesn't last very long. Outside of that, it is really, really difficult to program your food and your exercise and your movement such that you are simultaneously building a little tiny bit of muscle and burning a tiny bit of fat. So very commonly what you see are people breaking things into phase. Hey, this is my bulking phase. This is my strength phase. This is my muscle growth phase. This is my hypertrophy phase. You'll hear words like that. And this is my calorie surplus phase. And this is my cut. This is my diet. This is my calorie deficit. This is my fat and burning phase. And the reason we do, we do this biphasic approach is for the reasons I just said, it's really hard to do them both well together. So we prioritize one and then we move to the other. So that being the case, then you probably see where this is going. Cause I told you we had a phase one, phase two in this little eight week program we've got here. But I just want to back up and talk a little bit about somebody whose main goal is, is weight loss, more specifically fat loss, since that's 90 plus percent of the people that come into us as clients, right? They come to us and they say, hey, I want you to help me lose weight. 
And they're very often very surprised that the first thing we do is rarely, rarely work on a diet. We don't do a diet first. So we have this kind of high level framework and it looks like this. First things first, let's restore your metabolism. Let's work on metabolic restoration. And that looks a lot more like muscle building than it does fat loss. So we're, we're going to talk in a minute about how many calories you should eat or you shouldn't eat and how many calories go into each phase. But for now, just know that we're what we want. The goal of a metabolic restoration is probably some sort of a reverse diet. The reverse diet is exactly what it sounds like. It's eating more food, not less. And we'll go into more detail on that here in just a second. But so our first things that we tell clients when they come in is, hey, look, our first win together is not going to be weight loss, most likely, right? But it's going to be you getting stronger, you feeling better, you moving better, you having more energy, you maybe increased libido, things like that, right? We want to get you healthy enough before we start you on a diet. So metabolic restoration, keep in mind that that's usually in our muscle building phase where that's happening. Fat loss phase is exactly what it sounds like. Uh, we love an accelerated fat loss phase here at Silver Edge. And that's your diet. That's a calorie deficit where we switch our emphasis from building muscle and giving that in order to build muscle, you have to be in a calorie surplus. We switch that emphasis to muscle preservation and really the focus is on fat loss. And then the third piece of this is lifestyle integration. If you only do, let's say you do this eight week program and you only do it for eight weeks because you want a result, you're going on a cruise or you're going to the beach and you want to look your best in eight weeks, fantastic. There's nothing wrong with running an eight week program like this or any sensible eight week program. But if at the end of that, you just go back to doing what you were doing before and you didn't learn any lifestyle integration, you didn't learn any new habits. It doesn't take rocket science to figure out what's going to happen from there, right? You're going to, you're going to revert back to that default weight that you were before you started the, the program. All right. So before you start, like I said, 90% of our clients are coming to us for fat loss. And I told you that 90%, those hundred percent of those 90 per, 90% people don't start with a diet. We just don't start there. We start somewhere else. And here's why. What we found is that most people coming to us are not metabolically healthy. They have a his a lot, some of them a long, like a, as in a lifelong history of dieting behaviors, this on off dieting, yo-yo dieting. Some people just feel like they've just been chronically under eating their entire lives and just don't understand how they're, why they're not able to maintain their weight um, or to lose weight and keep it off. So we have this dieting checklist and a metabolic health checklist that we go through. We're going to ask questions again, like, how's your energy? How's your sleep? How's your, what's your stress level look like? But most importantly, one of the big factors we want to know is how many calories a day are you eating? Now, that's a tricky question, right? Some of you may know exactly how many you're eating, but my guess is that most people, and I'm talking to the people that are watching this in the future as well, most of you don't have any idea. You might make a guess, I don't know, maybe 1,200, 1,500, 2,000. But most people also have no idea how much they should be eating, right? So we feel like that's a really, really poor place to start a diet from. If you have no idea how many calories you're currently eating and your plan is, well, I'm just going to eat less than I'm currently eating because I'll lose weight. Yes and no. You, If you eat less, you'll most likely lose weight. But what's going to happen is your body is just hardwired evolutionarily for survival. 
let's say you're a female and you want to lose 20 pounds and it turns out you're currently eating 1300 calories a day. That's how many calories a day you're currently eating. And that's your maintenance calories, right? That's you don't gain or lose weight when you eat that number of calories. A, that's a lot of food. But B, what's happened is your metabolism has actually slowed down to thinking that's normal. That's your normal baseline. So in order for you to diet, if you're currently eating 1,300 calories, you're going to have to eat fewer, right? So we would might say take, take away 300 calories a day. That would be a very reasonable weight loss goal. So now you're eating 1,000 calories. And what's going to happen is you're going to lose a couple pounds. And then very quickly, your metabolism is going to say, holy hell, this is food scarcity. We even have less food now. Let's slow the metabolism even further in order to kind of keep you alive. So let's say you go on that diet two, three weeks, you lose two, three pounds, and then you plateau. Now you're in this place where you're only eating a thousand calories. You're hungry all the time. You're probably hangry. You're probably not feeling great. And if you want to lose more weight, you got to cut more calories. And from there, where do you go, right? I mean, 700 calories a day isn't enough for a rabbit, let alone for a human adult. So what we, and this is, these are some very, very generic numbers. I had to pick some numbers for this slide. So if you are a female and you are eating le at or less than 1600 calories a day, I would personally submit you have no business going on a diet. In fact, I would submit that you would want to reverse diet. That is increase your calories. And we'll talk about how to do that here in a minute. If you are a male and you are eating at or below 2,000 calories, and again, take these numbers with a grain of salt, and you're, we're all bio-individuals and our numbers are going to be a little bit different, but these are just um, stakes in the sand, right? So if you're a guy eating less than 2,000 calories, you probably have no business starting a diet. You should work on metabolic restoration. All right. Well, I think you guys get the point here, right? We get so many people in that are chronic under eaters. The first thing we want to do is refeed them. It sounds so counterintuitive that somebody would pay not an inconsiderable amount of money for us to help them lose weight. And the first thing we do is tell them to eat more, right? But that's exactly what we do in most cases. Now, I just said most people have no idea how much they're eating. They, and most people don't. I would strongly recommend people track their calories, even if it's just for a couple of days. There's tons of apps out there. My Fitness Pal is probably the most common app. But taking the time to weigh, measure your food and track everything you eat for a couple of days at least will give you a, a, a general idea. Are you eating 1,200 calories? Are you eating 1,800 calories? Or are you eating 2,400 calories, right? Or if you're a guy, are you eating 1,800 calories, 2,500 calories, or 3,000 calories. Those are three different metabolic buckets. And just wanted to throw that out there that having a idea, a good idea of how much you're currently eating is a wonderful undertaking. I know that tracking food and, and weighing, measuring can be a pain in the ass. I think it's well, well worth it. It's very eye-opening. If you use something like MyFitnessPal, not only can you see how many calories you're eating, but you can see how many are coming from protein, how many from carbs, how many from fats. You can go down and look at and see how much sugar you're eating, how much fiber and vitamins, all kinds of fun stuff. All right, phase one. So we're going to break our eight-week cycle into two four-week phases. Phase one is going to be your metabolic restoration or your muscle building phase. And there's going to be a couple of things that happen here. Depending on what you find when you track your calories and you figure out how much you're currently eating, and I'm going to go ahead and make the bold assumption that most of you are here, that most of you actually are, if you're a female, you're probably not eating 
over 1,600 calories. If you're a guy, you may not be eating over 2,000. Could be wrong. And if so, that's actually a good thing. So if you're a female and you're like, well, I'm eating 2,400 calories a day, good for you. You're going to have a much, much easier time moving through this. But if you're a female and you track and you go, oh crap, I'm only eating 1,300 calories a day, you got a little bit of work to do. So let's talk about the calorie surplus first. You've heard me say reverse diet. So a reverse diet is exactly what it sounds like, but it's there's a method to the madness. So here's basically our, our program for that. What we want to do is slowly bump up your calories. In this case, we've only got four weeks. So each week we're going to add a little bit of calories. Now, the absolute definitive authority on the subject of reverse dieting is a guy named Dr. Lane Norton and Holly Baxter wrote the definitive guide to reverse reverse dieting. And what they recommend is doing weekly bumps in your calories. And a conservative bump would be 10% of your current calories. So if you're currently eating 1,500 calories, um, you can jump conservatively 5 to 10%. Let's just say 10%. You're eating 1,500 calories. I could add 150 calories each week. So what that might look like is day one, if I'm, I find out I'm basically eating about 1,500 calories a day, I might jump to 1,650, stay there for a week, jump another 150, stay there for a week. Now, with my female clients, I like to use 100 calories a week. It's uh, most, again, think about this. This is an emotionally vulnerable person, a female, who's come in. She probably has a crappy relationship with the scale anyway. And we're talking about something that's, again, pretty emotionally vulnerable weight, right? And I'm saying eat more. So if that person is willing to be patient, we'll go really slow. So if you add, in this four weeks, if you just added 100 calories, let's say you, you found out you're only eating 1,400 calories a week. Week one, I want you to start eating 1,500 calories. Week two, eat uh, 1,600 calories for that week. And then 1,700 calories the next week, 1,800 calories the next week. Guys, if you find out, hey, I, I'm looking, I'm only eating 1,800 calories, you could probably bump 150 to 200 each week in that same sequential manner, right? So we're slowly increasing your calories week over week. We're not doing it daily. You don't want to do, you know, I'm going to eat 100 more calories today and then another 100 the next, another 100 the next. But here's why we're doing that. There's a couple of reasons. One is you can't build muscle without being in a calorie surplus. So that gets missed a lot of times. People, we go to the gym and we lift some weights, we feel good. We've got a little serotonin and dopamine fix. And that's a great thing to do. But if we're serious about building muscle and building muscle is very important for restoring metabolism, especially for those of us over 50, we're going to need to be in a calorie surplus. Uh, again, that's a tough one for a lot of the ladies to hear. They want to tone up. They want that, that tone look. That means building muscle. And in that muscle building phase, we need to be in a small calorie surplus. So calorie surplus, we're going to address through our reverse dieting protocol. Two of the things I want to talk about in this phase that are critical, one is progressive overload. So again, if you go to the gym and let's say you're doing some squats and then you're doing some presses and some pulls and some rows and some whatever it is, we want to progress that every time we do that exercise. So let's take a, a, a dumbbell lunge. You're going to hold some dumbbells, two 10-pound dumbbells in your hand, and you're going to do forward lunges, and you're going to do 10. Well, the next time you do dumbbell forward lunges, you should try and do 11, and then the next time, 12. So just this idea of slowly progressing 
you might also um, find that that gets too easy with those 10 pound dumbbells and you might progress to the 15 pound dumbbells or the 20 pound dumbbells. But the idea is that we're just making these small incremental steps in strength gain, because if we do the same thing, you do the same weight and the same reps and the same rest every time, we're not sending a signal to our central nervous system that is, says we need to build muscle. Remember, your body's, again, it's evolutionarily hardwired, hardwired to be as efficient as possible. And building muscle isn't particularly efficient for the human body. We only, it only wants you to have as much as you, you're using. So we need to send a loud muscle building signal. We do that through over, through those calorie surplus, as well as with our progressive overload. The last thing I want to talk about is the importance of protein. Protein is critical if we want to build muscle. You may have heard me or somebody else say that the ideal amount of protein for muscle building is 0.7 to 1 gram of protein per pound of ideal body weight. So again, that's 0.7 to 1 gram of protein per pound of ideal body weight. So we take a 150 pound woman. She says, I want to lose 20 pounds. I, I would like to be 130 pounds. She should eat between 110 and 130 grams of protein a day. Now, most people, and if you're a guy, you're a 200 pound guy and you want to be 180, you're looking at 150 to 180 grams of protein a day. And most people are surprised by that. That's a lot of protein. And if you're eating a standard American diet, you're not getting anywhere near that. And I'll often have people tell me, oh, I eat a lot of protein. I say, oh, okay, tell me what you eat. And they'll start out, well, I have two eggs in the morning. And okay, there's 12 grams of protein. Oh, well, for lunch, I have a sandwich with some cheese and some deli turkey. And I'm like, okay, optimistically, we'll give you 15 there. You're almost at 30 grams for the day. Then what? Well, at dinner, I'll have a, a big piece of chicken or steak or fish. And I'm like, okay, well, that's good. There's another 30 or so. and We've got you up to 60. What else? And that's it. So if you're somebody who should be consuming 120 grams of protein, that would be halfway to your goal. So it's a, certainly is a shift for a lot of people, but a couple of things come along with eating more protein. Now, I should probably make the comment, if you find that you're eating 50, 60 grams of protein and your ideal body weight is 100, 150, let's say, I would not suggest eating 150 grams of protein every day starting tomorrow, that your body's probably needs a little bit more of a gentle ramp. So I would just bump up my protein slowly over time. But that protein, we talked about how important it is for building muscle, but it's also very satiating. So a lot of times we'll have people start in this metabolic restoration muscle building phase. And just by bumping up their protein, they'll, they'll say things like, oh my God, I can't, I've, I've never, I felt like I've never eaten this much. Are you sure this is what I should be doing? I'm stuffed all the time. We've only raised their calories, 100, 150 calories. And that's not making them feel stuffed. What's happening is somebody that was eating 70, cal 70 grams of protein is now eating 110 grams of protein. That what they're feeling is that satiating effect of protein. All right. Fat loss phase. So we're going to do a metabolic restoration or a muscle building phase for four weeks. We're going to hit the gym. We're going to talk about what exercises you might select and what that might look like in just a minute. But we're going to progressively bump up our protein. We're going to progressively bump up our calories. And our focus is really on restoring our metabolism and building some muscle. Because 
really what we want when we talk about a summer body is that for, we got, let's see, I don't have any guys on here. All right. I'm just going to say big buff. Guys want to be jagged, right? Ladies want to be toned. So let's talk in that language. Ladies want to be toned. Well, if you want to be toned, what that is, is muscle. And when we strip away some fat to show that muscle that you've developed, that's that lean aesthetic look that most ladies are looking for, right? So that's why, that's another reason why we want to prioritize muscle building. There's a ton of reasons. Don't get me started because I'll be here till midnight. Uh, why we would want to build muscle over 50. But in our second phase, our diet, our cut, our fat loss phase, we are changing our focus, right? Obviously, our, our focus now is fat loss. We're no longer trying to build more muscle because remember I said that building muscle and losing fat at the same time, very, very difficult if, if it's even possible. So what we want to do is put our muscles into maintenance. And what that means is you still need to send a loud, clear signal to your body that we need to hang on to this muscle that we just spent four weeks building. We don't want it to go away because if you slack off and stop working out, that's 100% what will happen. <laughs> You'll lose that muscle very quickly. But we also know that we need to be in a calorie deficit in order to lose fat. Now, when we move into a fat loss phase, we can be more aggressive. We don't need to bump down 100 calories at a time. We'll see very, very minimal weight loss if we do that. There is a mathematical equation. And look, I almost hesitate to say it because it's everybody's bio-individuals, but it's, it's, a, it's a starting place. If we reduce our calories by 300 calories a day, um, if you take 300 times seven, that would equal the amount of calorie deficit you'd need to, to be in to lose one pound of fat. So you'll often hear people say, well, if you just reduce your calories, 300 calories a day, you'll lose a pound a week. And that's a reasonable rate of weight loss. We can be pretty aggressive in fat loss phases. I know for me personally, if I'm eating, say, 3,600 calories because I have a very fast metabolism, I can slash that by, I, I mean, I could slash it by a thousand. I, I probably wouldn't, but I could. So, but more realistically, if you're a female and we've got you up now to 2000 calories, if you wanted to drop back down the 400 calories, because remember you just went up a hundred each of those first weeks. So if you started at 1500, you went 16, 17, 18, 1900 at the end of that strength phase, just drop back to what your maintenance was when you came in the program four weeks ago, you're just dropping 400 calories. And we're just going to stay there as opposed to remember the reverse diet each week, we were just incrementally slowly adding those calories in fat loss phase. Let's not mess around. It's not, nobody wants to be on a diet. Diets suck. Let's get in and let's get out. Let's lose a little bit of fat. And then we'll start that reverse diet back again. All right. So a couple things here, rules of fat loss. We have to be, uh, we just talked about, you have to be in a calorie deficit. I like to be a little more aggressive in these phases. Again, that's up to your personality. If you're somebody who likes to rip off a Band-Aid, rip off a Band-Aid and go for it. If you're somebody who likes to pull it a little more slowly, then, then be a little more gentle with it. But remember, we started back when we were talking about metabolisms adjusting. We won't infinitely lose. If we do drop 400 calories, you're going to lose weight, lose weight, lose weight. And then all of a sudden, the next week, you're only going to lose a little bit of weight. The next week, maybe a tiny bit of weight loss. And then the next week, all of a, all of a sudden, you're going to plateau. That's a very normal thing, but we want to end up basically at our ideal body composition, eating a bunch of food. We don't want to end up at our ideal body composition, eating 1200 calories. That's just, it's just not sustainable long-term, right? 
other point I want to make here is your protein's just as critical, if not more critical, in this phase. So remember I said that we love protein because it helps us build muscle, it's the organ of longevity, but protein is the most satiating of our macronutrients, and macronutrients are your proteins, your fats, and your carbs. So we like to make sure that we're maybe close to that one gram of protein per pound of ideal body weight uh, when you're in that fat loss phase. It'll help you feel full longer if you do that. All right, so let's talk about what this might look like. We talked about diet, how you might start by a reverse diet. We're going to first find out what our calories are. We're then going to reverse diet because we know we need to add calories. We have to be in a calorie surplus in order to build muscle. And our goal for those first four weeks was muscle building, restoring that healthy metabolism, right? We want that metabolism to be roaring. The higher your calories are when you start a cut or a diet, the more room you have to move in that fat loss phase. So this is just a sample of a workout, what this might look like. And I'll just, I'm not going to read all this out to you, but just a couple of things. You'll notice that this says three by six to eight. So that means you're going to do three sets of six to eight reps of a back squat. So that's where you put a barbell on your back and you squat down and you stand up. So you would want that to be heavy enough that you could only do six to eight of those. And then you would rest. I've got 90 seconds of rest down here. So when we're talking about muscle building, and look, there's, no, there's nothing magic in this particular programming or this specific rep range. I could have chosen a hypertrophy range. I could have chosen a, a much heavy, you know, only do two to three reps for absolute strength. Six to eight is a good, reasonable place to start. And these exercises, you'll notice, are all pretty, they're pretty much uh, compound movements. I mean, there's a couple of machines in here somewhere, maybe. Most of them you would do with dumbbells or barbells. So we have things like squats. We have hinges, hip hinges, which are your deadlifts and things of that nature. We have our pushes and our presses, which will be like a bench press or an overhead press. Uh, we have our rows. So if I'm doing a dumbbell row, we have some arm work with our what's called skull crusher, which isn't as scary as it sounds. We have barbell curls and then a little bit of ab work. So this is a, this particular program is a full body program. So you notice we're going to work, we're going to start with some legs. We're going to move into some back or, or some posterior chain, really. We're going to do some chest. We're going to do some back. We're going to do some arms. We're going to do some core. And then the next day we're going to start, we're going to do that same progression again. We'll start with probably some legs, posterior chain, move into some, looks like some shoulder work in this one, and then some lats. So that's back to your back, some arms. And in that final phase, same kind of thing, some deadlifts, some Bulgarian split squats. If you're not familiar with, if you'd like to, a copy of this, I'd be more than happy to send you this slide deck if you wanted to follow this programming. And if you're not familiar with these, any of these exercises, we have a YouTube channel that's just a library of exercises. You can just go on that YouTube and plug these in and there'll be a little video of me demonstrating them. And Monica, if you remind me, I'll, I don't think I can do that while I'm sharing, but I will drop that into the notes for this if anybody wants it um, when I'm done sharing. So you see down here, I have a step goal. It says minimum 6K steps daily. So you might be thinking, all right, well, okay, strength training, three days a week, full body. Okay, I get it. I'm some, I, I can do that in my gym. If you didn't have a gym, you could substitute bands or dumbbells. This would assume that you had access to a gym. And you might be thinking, well, where's the cardio? Where's the treadmill? Where's the, where's the um, assault bike? Where, you know, where am I getting 
Can I run on the other days? What we want to do when we're working on muscle building and we're working on restoring our metabolism is be careful how much cardio we're doing. If you love going for a swim, if you love going for a run, by all means do it. But just know that excessive cardio is actually catabolic, meaning it's, it will eat muscle. It's very, very difficult. You have competing interests in your body when you're doing a bunch of, you know, those of you that's like intense conditioning pieces, the boot camps or the aerobics classes, the Zumbas, things like that. Just know that you're, that's fine. You can do those things and still incorporate weightlifting. Um, if you're doing a bunch of it, I probably wouldn't do three days a week. I might change it to two days a week. But know that you're not getting the full muscle building effects because you're prioritizing some of that more intense type cardio. So what I have here for just kind of an ideal setup, be you're just walking 6,000 steps a day, strength training three days a week. We're going to throw some cardio in here in the next phase. But that's what your first four weeks would look like on Monday, or it doesn't matter what days of the week, but three days a week, you would do these these types of strength training workouts, but every day, including the days you work out and you'd really work on getting those steps in. All right. We just repeat those three exercises each week for the first four weeks. And then we're going to remember, we're going to switch our focus. So now we're going to cut our calories. Our focus is now on fat loss and muscle preservation. So we're still going to work and we're going to work hard, but what's going to happen is one or two or depends on how advanced you are. Maybe you get a little further. But remember, we talked about progressive overload. You want to either add a little bit of weight or another rep every time you do, say, a back squat or a, um, a bench press. You're going to find that that's going to get really difficult while you're in a calorie deficit, which is fine. So we're going to change. In this case, we've changed. We're going to do three sets of 10 to 12. So we're going to reduce the weight, we're going to increase the reps a little bit. And you can see down here, we got 60 seconds of rest. We're going to reduce the amount of time that you rest in between your sets. But very, very similar. I don't, I mean, the exercise selection is a little bit different in this space. Not a lot. I mean, we still have squats. We still have hip hinges. We still have pushes and pulls and still have some arm work and some core work. What we did add in here, you notice down here says something hit, 2X, Tabata, two men's rest. So hit, if you're not familiar, is high intensity interval training. I really love Tabatas. If you don't know what a Tabata is, it's a four minute workout. So if you really hate, cardio or conditioning. This is great because it's over in four minutes. You can do anything for four minutes. And the way that Tabata works, is like this. You work out really hard for 20 seconds. You rest for 10 seconds. You work out really hard for 20 seconds. You rest for 10 seconds. And you're just going to repeat that three more times. So, it's, so you're going to go through a four minute cycle. What I like to do is in what the movement you do is up to you. You could just, you could say, I'm going to do air squats for 20 seconds and then rest for 10 air squats for 20 seconds. I love doing, I love jump roping here. I like the assault, but um, I use the word like in parentheses there. I don't like the assault bike, but the assault bike is a great, it will cook you. Um, a rower is a fantastic tool to use for Tabatas. All of your iPhones will, or any mobile device will have, if you just go to the app store and type in Tabata timer, they, there's tons of free ones. You just download a free Tabata timer and that way it'll say, Three, two, one, go. And they usually have some cheesy music. Okay, halfway. Three, two, one, rest. And then you rest for 10 seconds. Get ready. And three, two, one, go. And so that's kind of a, a neat little hack. But the type of intense workout you do or conditioning pieces is up to you. That's just a suggestion. So I would have you do strength training on day one. 
And at the end of that strength training, not the beginning, at the end, I'd have you do some kind of conditioning piece. That's going to be your, hey, I feel sweaty and out of breath type. Um, Wednesday, you're just going to have a regular workout. And then on day three, you're going to have that regular workout. But this time, instead of something intense, we're just going to hit a Stairmaster. And we're going we're gonna to climb on that thing for 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes. Or maybe an incline treadmill. You can clearly take this outdoors and walk uphill. But the idea there is this time we're in a different heart rate zone. We're not... We're not dead. You're gonna you're gonna feel those hurt those tabatas. This is more just getting your heart rate up and getting those getting some extra steps in. And you can see I've got the minimum um, daily steps. We just bumped it up to eight thousand. So it was six thousand in the phase phase before. But what I want to talk about in the fat loss phase is don't fall into the trap of well I don't know that's eight minutes of eight minutes of cardio and then another fifteen over there. Well, if I did more cardio, I would burn more calories. Therefore, I'd lose more fat. On paper, you're correct. If you do more activities, you will burn more calories and you may or may not, your mileage will vary depending on your metabolic health, burn more fat and lose more weight. What's more likely to happen is your body goes, oh crap, I'm in a calorie deficit. That's a stressor and I'm already trying to rearrange things to uh, allow for this. Because remember, your body doesn't know you're on a diet. It doesn't know you're on a four-week cut. It perceives food scarcity. And now all of a sudden, you're throwing this intensity. You're throwing some intensity at it, and your body's just slowing down and slowing down and slowing down its metabolism. So that's what we don't want. So don't get in, don't fall into the trap of thinking, if I do more exercise, I'll burn more calories, and therefore this will happen faster. Maybe, but probably not. All right. Let's talk about a cheat code. If you want a cheat code, because cheat code, like I just said, isn't doing more cardio. It's, um, you know, more isn't necessarily better. The main cheat code I can give you right now is just to sleep. If you're not somebody currently getting a minimum of eight of seven hours of quality sleep, upgrading this will be game changing for you. So um, if you're having problems with sleep, I don't want to go into all of the different things we might do to optimize our sleep. Just ping us in the Facebook group and, and we can address some ideas for sleep. We also have a guide on, on healthy sleep, but it is literally the foundation of over 50 health. And it is literally a cheat code when it comes to either muscle building or, <clears throat> excuse me, or fat loss. So when you get healthy sleep, we regulate our hunger and satiating hormones, ghrelin and leptin. When we get healthy sleep, that's actually you build, you, we're breaking down muscles when we're working hard in the gym, doing all those exercises. We are actually recovering from those in those deep phases of sleep, um, deep phases and REM phases of sleep that we're getting as, you know, as we sleep through the night. So cheat code, 100%, get your sleep. If you're not, if you're somebody who's just a fitful sleeper, you don't, don't get good quality sleep. That's the number one thing I can tell them, tell you to help make this whole process more efficient for you. Okay, <clears throat> wrapping up here, what next? Let's just say you ran through this eight weeks. You did four weeks here, four weeks in a metabolic restoration, four weeks in a fat loss phase. What next? Um, you hopefully you see this coming because that's the whole idea of this. I would recommend, depending on where you are, but I would probably recommend that you go back to that phase one, back to that metabolic restoration, back to that reversion diet, so if you're a female and maybe you started 1,500 calories, worked your way up to 2,000 calories, then went back on your diet phase was back to 1,500 calories, let's add 100 calories a week. And this time, 
I would go, go more than four weeks, go six weeks, maybe go eight weeks and keep adding those hundred calories. If you're a hundred and let's say 130 to 160 pound woman, you should be eating 24, 25, 2,500 calories a day at your maintenance. You should not, your maintenance should not be 1400 calories and Lord knows it shouldn't be 1100 or 1200. So remember I said the, the end goal for us here is for you to end you want, to plateau, you want your weight to plateau or to be at maintenance while you're eating a bunch of calories, not while you're eating a few calories. Now, another thing you might consider is taking this program and doubling it in length. And by that, what I mean is if you feel like you're in a metabolically poor place, you might consider doubling this. So that first phase I said is four weeks, do it for eight weeks or six weeks. And then the same with your, your fat loss phase. That might be another way you can do this. There's no reason why you couldn't run this exact same program back to back. So do eight weeks and then just turn right around and do that exact same thing again. Again, our bodies are pretty good at adapting to anything, including the food we eat and the exercises we do. If you, if all you did was run this over and over and over again, pretty soon your body would, would catch on to what's happening there. And you would probably not see the same gains you did the first time around, but that's what I would recommend for what's next. If you're looking for more resources, we have tons of free resources over at, on our websites. We have a bunch of guides. Like I said, there's a sleep guide in there. There's a guide to healthy protein. If you want more information on protein, you can ask any questions you want anytime in the Facebook group. And this is the part of the presentation where I just make a shameless plug for our services. So if anybody's interested in doing any one-on-one coaching, you've just seen the Basically, what I've just talked about for the last however long I've been babbling is our secret sauce. I mean, that's what we do. We help guide people through restoring metabolisms, through all the things we talked about. And yeah, there's a little more to it, but you get the idea, right? Then we go into a fat loss phase. So we're periodizing nutrition, right? And then we do a reverse diet phase. And that's that's how that works. I don't want to turn this into a commercial, but if you are interested just hit us up. Be obviously more than happy to, uh, to talk to you guys about that. And I just want to leave you with this thought with a warning. If you dial in your training and your nutrition, it can lead to improved body composition, compliments from families, friends, and strangers, improved flexibility and mobility, increased strength, increased energy levels, increased bone density, decreased stress and anxiety, improved mood, stronger immune system, improved sleep, increased libido, increased confidence, longer lifespan, vastly improved health span, Ability to rock a little black dress or bikini for you ladies. Eager anticipation for opportunities to take off your shirt for us guys. And overall feelings of awesomeness. I feel very passionate about over 50 health and wellness. I believe that the, uh, I, I think that what holds a lot of people back is just this fear of, oh, I don't want to do all the things it takes to be that healthy. We strongly recommend just taking small steps and learning new behaviors that are lifelong behaviors, right? To getting to where you feel the the way you see the things up here. This is what keeps you motivated. This is what will keep you as a lifelong, uh, will help you keep a lifelong healthy body composition, right? Whether, whatever that looks like for you. Okay. That's it. That's what I got. Any questions? If you got questions, we hopefully have some answers.
Okay, that's our show for today, folks. I want to remind you that you can download our free Over 50 Guide to Optimizing Your Metabolism, and you can sign up for our free metabolic assessment over at silveredgefree.com. You can find all of the show notes for this episode over at silveredgefitness.com slash 191. As we wrap up our time together today, you can show your support for this show in two important ways. One is to tell a friend about this podcast and encourage them to give it a listen. The second is for you YouTube folks to click the like and subscribe buttons and for you podcast folks to consider giving this podcast a five-star review on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on and be sure to subscribe and follow so you don't miss any future episodes. I really appreciate you spending your time with me today and until next time, stay strong.